Hey everybody, it's uh, Sunday evening here in wonderful, beautiful Utah, Orem, Utah, and I'm coming to you, well, not live or anything because this isn't a radio show, so I'm doing my podcast for you tonight. I I had just, uh, you know, completed another episode a couple days ago and ran across some some articles that I thought might be a little interesting. I wanted to kind of title this podcast this podcast of this episode and with the, with the, with the question, why? First of all, it's just been a good weekend. Um, like I said, I was able to spend time with uh, both of my daughters. Actually, I went out to lunch with Olivia. It was her birthday a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we had plans to go to lunch and they kind of got, uh, not interrupted, but, uh, just a misunderstanding of timing and um, other plans. So we were able to get together and went out to a wonderful meal at a place called Kitchen 88. And I had a burger there that was just just out of this world. It was phenomenal. Anyway, we spent a good hour catching up. And uh, it was just a wonderful time and a good time to see her and and uh, talk about her family and uh, and talk about what's going on with my son and his marriage and things like that. So that was good. And then today, I uh, was invited over for dinner to my other daughter's uh, home, uh, Meredith, and uh, went over there this afternoon uh, and had some really, really good nookies, if you know what those are. She prepared this meal, and it was phenomenal. The sauce, this marinade sauce that she, uh, that she put together... Um, was just so tasty and so good. And conversation with them was always good. And being able to play with James and uh, Capri was <laughs> a lot of fun. They were so cute. And uh, I love hanging with them and and getting to know them. You know, I, I uh, just moved here a few months ago. And for the longest time, all I got was pictures and, you know, FaceTiming with them and seeing the babies and things like that. It's so nice to be here in person and for them, you know, for my grandkids to get to know their grandfather a little bit better. And I'm working on that. And uh, they're starting to recognize me now when I come in and come in and give me a big hug and want me to hang with them for a little bit. So it's really cool. It's been a good a good weekend. Um, it's it's really interesting. This uh, just There's a couple of articles that I wanted to kind of um, talk to you a little bit about. Um, with what's going on with the administration and things like that. Um, one of them, and that's why I wanted to kind of like give this episode kind of a title as you ask a question, why? Um, the Biden officials asked GOP senators to, to delete photos of border facilities, senators say. Um, the Senator Mike Braun, from a Republican from Indiana, on Saturday said that the Biden officials asked a group of Republican senators who visited the southern border to delete photos they had taken of the overcrowded conditions at the Migrant Processing and Holding Center they toured one day earlier in, I think it's Donna, Texas. I don't understand why the president would ask them to do that. I know, I know what I think, because he's embarrassed about what's going on, <laughs> you know, and he just doesn't want those pictures out. Um, of course, he'll just blame Trump for the situation down there anyway. Uh so it doesn't really matter. Um, Senator Braun uh, was talking for one of the Biden representatives. And he said, I kind of felt sorry for the lady uh, that she was actually talking to me about 
the leading pictures, but by the time she'd gotten to me, other senators had taken pictures and they were already kind of out, you know, showing the hypocrisy of what was going on down here. Um, he said that, geez, if we would have known that we were going to be coming down to get muzzled and not be able to, uh, you know, take pictures and stuff, the reason why we came down here to see what the situation was, uh, we wouldn't ever take the trip. And then adding to that, the Border Patrol was ordered by the Biden administration not to allow, uh, you know, to not to talk about what was going on down there as well. Um, but Braun said he visited the facility, which is at about 700% capacity with a group of 18 other Republican lawmakers. The photos revealed children sleeping on the ground on mats, migrants crowded into enclosed pods. This is the kind of interesting thing. Indiana, the Republican also told the so-called coyotes who guide migrants across the border for money during a stop at the edge of Rio Grande with border agents. And here's what was happening. Um, you could hear the other side, these, these coyotes and these smugglers, yelling in Spanish, telling the border guards that whatever you do, we're coming, Braun said. And it kind of really hit home to him. Um, there, whether you like it or not, or whether you believe it or not, there's, some, there's a crisis brewing there. It's been brewing for a while. And um, the president, you can't blame Trump for your problems. Um, like I said, words have meanings. Your actions have meanings. You're responsible for the message that you put out earlier this year, that you're going to open up the borders, that you're you know allowing 11 million people to come into this country and give them state you know give them citizenship and all this crap. And now you got yourself a mess that you need to come down and check out, and you're too afraid to come down and check out the facility. You still haven't come down. What are you waiting for? You waited 65 days to have a press conference. And when you did that, you came here with notes, pre-answered, uh, uh, pre-answers to questions that was, that was submitted to you by reporters that was requested by your administration. And then you have the audacity to stand in front of these reporters with a cheat sheet of their faces, where they're sitting, it's like it's like what are you like a uh, an elementary school teacher with a with a um, you know, seating chart in your school so you're learning these people's names. You've been in politics and you've been in uh, in these situations so many times. You should know all these reporters. These reporters have been around for years and years and years and years and years and years. Why do you need a picture book of where they're sitting and all the questions answered before you? Walk in the room. If, if if that doesn't bother you as a as a as a citizen of this country, I don't know what's going to bother you. I really don't. I really that blows my mind that this man can't stand in front of the reporters and take questions and be able to answer questions without cheat sheets. Just just impossible to for me to just fathom. Anyway, again, my question is, why, President, are you forbidding people to take photos? Why are you forbidding your Border border Patrol to answer questions about what's going down at the border? The other one was a more of a 
uh, I guess because I grew up in New Jersey, just outside of Atlantic City. This one kind of kind of struck me, you know, like it hit home with me. And of course, you know how I love the BLM and the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, this is a story from Atlantic City. Atlantic City is to spend $36,000 to repaint Black Lives Matter street mural that left drivers confused. And here's the deal. They used this thick yellow paint, of course, and they covered most of Martin Luther Boulevard. I mean, from, from side to side. And what happened is that the yellow paint interfered with all the double yellow lines, the white lines and everything, where it got so confusing for the drivers that they actually had to shut down the boulevard because of safety concerns. Now, the Department of Transportation warned them against this, and they didn't want it done, but, of course, you have a woke mayor there. I think, what's his name? Uh, Let me see if I can get his name real quick. Oh, yeah, Mayor Marty Small. He says they're going to be repainted um, after it's been repaved. Now, they have to repave it. Get this. They have to repave it because the paint that they used can't be painted over. So they have to rip it all out and start all over again. So they're talking about redoing this again. And my question is, why? Didn't you learn your lesson the first time? Mayor Small or whatever. Yeah, Mayor Small. Didn't you learn your lesson the first time? If you weren't so woke and worrying about your, you know, worrying about Black Lives Matter and what they think, I could care less what they think. All they are is a terrorist organization in the first place. And why in the world would you want to repaint this street with a BLM, a BLM a logo? I have no idea. Um, it's funny because they originally were arguing with city council to put it on the boardwalk, if you can believe that one. And luckily, and with at least somebody had some cojones to sit there and say, no, we're not doing that. So they, I guess they chose the Martin Luther Boulevard uh, to, do this, to do this mural. And uh, it became such a, a problem that now they had to spend $36,000 to rip it all up, repave it, and then redo the mural again. Mr. Small, Mr. Mayor, way to go. I thought you'd maybe learn your lesson, but apparently you don't. And the question again is, why? Why is that? Why? It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. There's some other stories that I read today that I kind of don't want to get into because it just infuriates me. You get the President of the United States trying to interfere with the Fourth Amendment and the rights for uh, people to have safety in their own home. Uh, protect them against uh, search and seizures. And it's all just because of gun laws and what he's trying to do with gun laws. You got a president trying to pass gun laws with executive orders. I get, I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but I'm getting tired of my, my rights as a citizen of this country being threatened all the time by this man and by his administration. We've been under siege for how many years now with our First Amendment's uh, being able to think, being able to have discourse, being able to have discussion, uh, 
uh, about things we disagree on. That's what we as Americans are about. And yet we have big tech giants, social media giants telling us what we can say, what we can't say, what we can post, what we can't post. We have our schools teaching our children false ideas and false doctrines. It just makes me sick. We're having our Second Amendment rights to protect ourselves constantly being threatened. And now we have the Fourth Amendment being tested by this administration because they don't like guns. I, you know, I don't know how much, I don't know, I, it just boggles my mind that the American people either don't understand or they don't care, which is just remarkable, remarkable to me. Remarkable that they just don't care enough to be involved. You need to get involved. Okay, this stuff needs to stop. It just needs to stop. It's tearing at the very fabric of our country. It really is. It's tearing down our family, the family unit. Uh, most of you know that I'm LDS, and one of our uh, presidents of our church, uh, one of his famous quotes back in the when I was a young kid, um, said, "There's basically there's nothing more important than the family unit." And uh, there's no other, su- no other success that can compensate for failure in a home. And uh, we are raising generations of kids who are becoming young adults, who are going to become you know, parents who hate this country because they've been taught to hate this country, because they've been taught wrong ideas about this country, in my opinion. And it needs to stop. The truth needs to be told. And um, things need to change. Um, And I hope it does. Listen, I, with every president of the United States, it's ever since I've been able to vote, since I was 18, I voted in every election. I've won some and I lost some. And each time... Even if I lose, I always wish and hope that the President of the United States and his administration does that which is the best for our country. And I've disagreed with policies and things like that with, with candidates and with presidents in the past, even Republicans that I voted for. I disagree with some of the things that they did. But for the first time in my lifetime... I mean, really, the first time in my lifetime, I'm really scared about what I'm seeing and what I'm hearing going on with our, with our government and with our president and with his administration. And you should be too. Hey, listen, everybody, I hope you had a good weekend. Thanks for listening. You can catch my podcast on robscottpodcast.com. Um, I'd love to hear your comments. If you can... Uh, Drop me an email. Let me know how you feel about what's going on in the country today. Um, even if you disagree with me, that's okay. I'd like to have a dialogue. You get me at rob at robscottpodcast.com. Please, I'd love to hear from you. I appreciate you listening. Hope everybody has a great week coming up. And uh, remember to always be safe out there. Keep yourself healthy and strong. And uh, I will catch you another time.